Empty gun for Prescott. Snap back. Well protected. Throws it out. Oh, gosh. Oh, it was intercepted. Warner got it. I thought the other defender had it. It's intercepted by Warner. And that was turning point number one. Good morning, Metroplex. We're about to unleash with your phone calls at 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. I tweeted out, this is a, just don't do anything disastrous, and it's a win. You can go in tied, and you've won the first half. I don't care that the score is tied. But Dak Prescott has to do what he did all season long on the San Francisco 18-yard line. One of two guys could have picked it. It got deflected by the corner. Fred Warner comes up with it. Tony Pollard then gets hurt with a Patrick Mahomes-like tackle. He's got a broken fibula. San Francisco capitalizes with a field goal to end the half. They go in up 9-6, and that, to me, kind of just turned that positive momentum for the Cowboys. Dak ends up, of course, with two. His sixth multi-interception game of the year. It results in six points. He underthrows CeeDee Lamb on a completion. He completely misses Michael Gallup going deep. Um, he was he he looked he he looked just he looked off, uncoordinated. And 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 this 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 play at the end, I can't get out of my mind as he rolls right, mm. could have thrown it away, dumped it out of bounds, and decides to challenge a D lineman head up. And nearly had a safety to end this whole thing. I, I, I thought it was smart. I mean, just show him that you're tougher than he is, that he can't tackle you. You know, that's not a – see, you got you to think of it. That's not a play for today. That was a play for next year. They'll let everybody in the NFL know, listen, guys, you can't you can't come at me. Him and this team and at the end sometimes just look so clunky. They're talking about the operation, the operation, the mechanics of it being smooth. Uh, it, there's a lot of oil leaks. There's a lot of transmission issues and some of these big-time moments – Dalton Schultz, Zeke playing center at the end, the little small things. Uh, that's part of Dallas Cowboys football coming up short in those areas. They, uh, they just ain't it, man. Trayvon Diggs dropped interception, whiffing a soft oh, God, effort so soft. on the Kittle play. Uh, they just they just had the, the little opportunities that you need to capitalize on, scoring three after Kelvin Joseph has the strip. Uh, it's really, you know, the annoying thing is, is that, you know, like San Francisco, like the, they're just they're just tougher than we are. Yes. Their Niners are just tougher. Yes. Um yeah. that's it. They are. They're just a, they're just tougher. And I'm glad to hear you say that because a lot of times I think you roll your eyes at that. But I do roll my can... eyes at toughness. <laughs> In general, I roll my eyes at toughness. I a tough guy. A meathead like you rolls your eyes at toughness. I roll my eyes at tough guys. You know, the guys at at, at the bar if, if uh you know they're if somebody's like talking to their girl, they bow up. What are you talking about a woman for? <laughs> a tough guy like that. Dude, like, you know. Every time Fred Warner was coming over to tackle, man, it, it, it like felt painful. You know, Nick Bosa just teeing off saying he handled Tyron Smith. Uh, so Dak Prescott was bad. Um, and he doesn't give a lot of hope. This is a discussion for later on. And th- it just doesn't give a lot of hope that we can get out of this of this level. You know, I feel I feel trapped. As a Cowboy fan, I'm not furious. I'm not depressed. I'm not. I'm not just devastated. I feel. I feel trapped, and a lot of it is because of the quarterback situation. Dak on how the interceptions just never stopped throughout the whole year. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Um, something I've got to get in the off season. Take a look at all of them. As I, as I said before, they all have their own story. But uh, two tonight. Um, 
as I said, unacceptable. I uh, can't put the ball in uh, in jeopardy like that. Um, wh- whether they're tipped up in tight throws or, or whether I'm, I'm late on a on a uh, on a stop route, uh, just can't happen. Uh, and the number that that has gotten to is is ridiculous. Um, and uh, I can promise that it'll never the number will never be this again. I can promise that. Stop! <laughs> stop promising! Stop! Stop! All year long, it'll stop. I can promise you that it won't happen. Just stop. Good. Gosh, I can promise a number. Well, you didn't even play the full seventeen games. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that promise. And now we're sitting here in the off season, and it's it, it's it's a long one. It's not as long as it could have been. Thank God we got an extra week out of this. <laughs> uh, thank God, uh, an extra two weeks really. Uh, but it's gonna be a long off season because there's questions to be answered. Uh, whether those questions involve, look, I don't think there's gonna be a coaching change. I don't think there should be a coaching change. Uh, but you know, th- people are going to talk about it. Yeah, people were tweeting it yesterday. I was like, y'all, that was that was done and over yeah. with last week. Trade Dak is trending uh, on social media. Uh, that, that's Dak not going to happen. Dak for Lamar, that was being thrown out there Ooh, nonstop. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Did you just say you would do it and then I, no? That was off of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, still upset. That was <laughs> that, that was a quick turnaround right there. I would do that. Ah, no, no. Yeah, that's the Dak I know was trending yesterday after the first pick. There's the Dak. There's that the was Dak. it. There's the Dak. There's the Dak. He, Bobby's going downstairs right now. News Radio 1080 KRLD hit. I'm not going to go too hard at Bobby because he just landed at uh, and went to sleep at 4 a.m. He's back from California. He's being way too nice to Dak. And, and, and I know that, that a lot of people predicted that he would. Uh, but I, I think I don't – I think – Bobby, after going back and rewatching this game, we'll see how bad Prescott was. He wasn't Washington bad, RJ, but I had, I had no belief that they were going to score the amount of points it would take to win this game. I was very distraught last night watching watching his performance. I mean, that was not good, and and he is he is my favorite quarterback in the league. But man, he's just if he out if he outplays Dak Purdy, you win. Oh, excuse me, uh, Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. If he outplays Brock Purdy. You you win yeah, the game. You do, and he didn't. No, that that's usually. I mean, that's how most of the time it happens in football. The quarterback that has the better game wins the game more often than not. You're very rarely going to have a situation where the better quarterback doesn't win. Their and, their guy, Mister Irrelevant, looked more unflappable, like he wasn't going to make a crucial, critical mistake. And our guy looked clunky and disorganized and a little bit more shaken. And that can be the storyline of this game. $40 million versus Mr. Irrelevant, and we did not have the quarterback advantage like we should no, have. No, they shouldn't. You should have had a much bigger advantage. You didn't have any. You didn't have any. You had, you, and, and, look, you want to talk about the game plan? You can talk about the game plan all you want, whether it was good or not. Uh, you know, you play action. Play action doesn't work unless you're willing to attack the middle of the field, downfield. And, and, and Dak didn't. And Dak's not. I mean, he doesn't seem to ever want to do that. Like they're, just, they're showing highlights of all these missed passes. Like, that one to Gallup. That was that was troubling. Like the the, uh, the, the deep the, ball. The, the deep ball. Like like guys, what? How is that so bad? How is that off? Michael had to like try to readjust three times in the air for that. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you've got to do it. What he did with CD when CD was on Warner, you got to put it further out in front of him, let him go get it. He under he underthrew CD on that. The, the, well, that, that was a miracle play by oh, the Warner. The play. Warner one, but even the one the CD the deep deep throw downfield. I mean, that was a massive underthrow. He was just off all day. He was just off. Yeah, press coin, Dak press coin. Just people ask me what's going to happen. I said, get out of coin. That's what it is. 
I, I, I need Texas William to make me the meme, make me the GIF. He's usually on these things quicker. Just flip it. I need a yeah. GIF of the coin flipping and coming up Dak good or Dak bad. It's Dak press coin. And that's where we are right now. Meanwhile, earlier in the day, this wasn't even close. This wasn't even close. And Joe Burrow may have just become number two. As the Bengals have said repeatedly, we are the big dogs of the AFC. And they have at least proven it against Buffalo. We'll see if they can do it for a fourth time against Kansas City next week. The final score from Orchard Park, Cincinnati, 27, Buffalo, 10. Wow. The Cincinnati Bengals in the snow go in and dominate the Buffalo Bills. Dominate. Joe Joe Burrow. I am he. That's what that was. Starts nine for nine to six different receivers and two touchdowns. I thought Buffalo was playing with ten guys on defense or, like, slipping in the snow. Like, wide open. Wide open. Whatever they wanted. Whatever they wanted. It was such a beautiful thing to see how good Joe Burrow was and how great he is. And he is number two. There is no doubt about that. You got to have a Josh Allen discussion before long. Because uh, that fool ain't it either. Um, but let me tell you something, man. It's almost as if Buffalo has never played a game in the snow before. <laughs> they were going downfield, taking weird downfield shots in that game. And it was like, guys, it, it, it's a slippery snow turf. You see Burrow? Burrow's throwing them a little bit shallower, not as deep. I mean, sometimes taking shots. But, man, it was like Josh Allen didn't. Had no vision under 10 yards. Like, just hammered it downfield, which I love normally. But in that kind of game with the snow, I'm not sure that's the route to take. Boy, the Bengals are tough, dude. And 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 I, and I know Kansas City is hosting a fifth quaking. straight AFC championship. They got to be they quaking. Quaking. They, don't want, they, want no, they want none of that smoke. With a banged up Mahomes? With a banged up from Mahomes. They want none of that smoke from, from Cincinnati. And I love I love Burrow, man. He he looks right at you. Go get your refund. Yelling at the crowd. Go get your refund for for the neutral site AFC Championship game. The you know they had sold fifty thousand seats already in in twenty four hours. They sold fifty thousand seats in that stadium. That's Bobby's only playoff miss. He's ten and zero picking games straight up, but his one big loss was saying that Joe Burrow was not cool, and that's a big fat L. Oh yeah, he's got to take otherwise. Bobby is 10-0 picking these games. He was the only one to pick Cincinnati to go into Buffalo and win. Meanwhile, the line is out. Have you seen the line already? You were Well, te- the, the the line started. My buddy Bo texted me from Vegas. He was in Vegas. And he goes, since he opened as a one-point favorite. And that's already moved. So now it's like KC by one and a half. KC by one. One, now it's one. It's Caesars. Yeah, so it, it had already shifted. I don't know what casino he was at, but it had already shifted. Uh, two points in the other direction. All the money coming in on the Chiefs. On the well, because it, you know they were a dog. You're getting points at home, so a lot of the money. Maybe they, maybe they started getting some money line bets in on, on Kansas. I don't know how that worked, but uh, it already shifted. So now it's KC by one. Uh, it's it's going to be look. It's going to be a great game. But if you have seventy percent of Mahomes, I, I I I'm taking Cincy. Meanwhile, we know who San Francisco is going to be facing in the early game Sunday. Third down and nine, high snap to Minshew. He gives it off to Gamewell, who runs up the middle. He's across the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Kenneth Gamewell with 151 remaining. That will cap it. Well, that was anticlimactic. 
38-7. Filthy. Jalen Hurts don't look too banged up. 28-0 in the first half as we had to watch the raccoon. Coach Jaundice Nick Sirianni looking and posing and mugging for the camera in slow-mo and then screaming at the ref, I'm down here at the two-yard line. I know I'm allowed. I know what I'm doing. I'm allowed to be down here. Destruction of the New York Giants. What a performance. What a performance by Philadelphia. That was, we are we, we, we are going to put all this to rest. All, all you folks out there, oh, maybe, maybe the Giants can win this game. Oh, the Giants can, ah, oh, Philadelphia. Uh-uh. No, that was a performance. And Jalen Hurts looks every bit of a dominant force. And he is the best quarterback of this division. He is. He is. The Eagles are favored by two and a half points. Yesterday, the Mavs moved their game early against the Clippers. They still lose to Paul George and Kawhi. Look, they got a nice win the other night as they're trying to survive without Christian Wood. Um, But did you see Luka? Do you think that was a diss of Cuban? Did you see the Luka high five? Yes. Um, Because I try not to overreact to all these. They beat the Heat Friday night by 25, but it looked like Cuban... Cuban got ghosted. It, it it did look like a ghosting. I'm with you. I don't like to read into it. Yeah. I don't like to look at but Although it, people it, were right about Luca KP's body language when Porzingis was here. Man. I hope it's I hope it's legit. Luca's a uh he's got some cold blooded in him. Hell yeah, he does. He he, he he's surly. He will he will cut a friend out. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He he will. <laughs> what, what, did, what did the stars do? Uh, the stars won four zip over Arizona. Uh, Otter uh, saw 33 shots, and he stopped all 33. That was the first of eight straight at home, and they played it out against Ooh. Buffalo. I want I want to start getting the Tolos in here. Y'all have uh, y'all y'all have sat around long enough. You've listened to us fools talk long enough. It's time for you to unleash. We're going to do calls early today, right now, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053, your Tolo Cowboy phone calls after the season ended yesterday, next with Sean and RJ. Here comes second and 10 for San Francisco, right to left, just starting the game, Purdy looks right, looks left, oh, Diggy Zua had him, and then to finish the sack, here comes Demarcus Lawrence. Boy, oh, Diggy Zua was through there in a hurry. Star up first half defense. That was Osa with a sack on the opening series. That set up third and 19. 49ers punting. After Dak's first interception, the defense held them only to three points. Uh, Deron Bland, uh, he did have a personal foul in this game, but he had a nice deep pass defended against Ayuk. I thought Tank was tremendous. The Tank with a third down pressure and a sack. He chased down Debo Samuel in the third quarter. As well, the physicality, the pursuit, the tackling, all the things that I was worried about with the Cowboys getting punked by a more physical team, they matched them. They matched them blow for blow in the first half. And I thought Hankins showed up. He was a force. That run defense basically shut down McCaffrey until San Fran's running game finally got it going more in the second half. But enough from us. I uh, want to hear from y'all. Actually, let's hear one clip from uh, from Micah. Um, Micah says, we did not run out of gas. San Francisco just made bigger plays. I don't think we really ran out of gas. I mean, how can someone say that? You you take away from 
things. I think we held them uh, to one touchdown. I mean, you tell me you holding, we come in this game and holding them up to under 20 points, and if you take away the turnover points, you holding them to under 15, you win the game. So I, I really want to say that. I think everybody left it out there, but they made bigger plays. Yeah, everyone was physical except for Diggs, uh, except for Trayvon Ducks with the uh, with, with, with that laughable attempt. You want to talk about close your eyes. Oh, yeah. Close your eyes and duck and hope that you make a little contact with George Kittle. Juggling, doing a juggling act down the field, and Diggs could have easily caused oh. some separation. Could have uh, lit him Just touch up. him. Just touch him. And he doesn't do it, and then Trayvon does not catch the interception that could have been a huge game game changing play can i give another star down a guy that i really love but i don't think we're doing enough to discuss his star down deck uh <laughs> deron bland deron bland I, I thought gave up two big pass plays then he had the dropped interception at the goal line on that set like it was the deep pass down the field he did a good job getting in position but then it hit him right in his chest and he dropped it so deron bland for all that he did well this season there were a couple big plays that he gave up yesterday, and and he also dropped an interception. So I don't think Plan should get out of this completely unscathed. I'm he didn't play great either. I'm not remembering the dropped interception. No. The uh, it was the ball thrown. Purdy threw it downfield. It was like down in the corner of the end zone. It was like a 30 yard pass down, and Bland jumped up. It was like second drive, and it hit him right in the chest, and it fell. All right, enough from us, Tolos. It's your time. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We are in the expressway, commercial free now. Till 8 o'clock right here on the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Boone and Dallas, start us off. Boone, go ahead. Hey, you guys know I'm a Tolo. It's been a long season. Uh, but thumbs up to all the Dallas Cowboys fans that's going to walk into their workplace, that's going to go outside with their friends with their chin up, their chest out, and still, yeah, how about them Cowboys? But thumbs down to Dak Prescott. Dak, you had one job to do. Uh, you got real close, but you failed us when it matters the most. Uh, Zeke, it's about time for you to restructure that deal and get, you know, go on, move the fullback, Zeke. It'll be all right. Just move the fullback. Uh, we don't want to see you cut, but just, you know, and thumbs up to you guys for, you know, giving us something to feel good about, even though it's over. But until then, how about them Cowboys? I have a great week. Thanks for the call. Boy, that's the most optimistic call we'll get all morning. Yeah. Good good for you, Boone. I mean, I don't want perspective. Hear, I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> I, 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 not, I don't want to hear you all don't, that. You don't hear any, no, any, I, don't I appreciate it from Boone. Yeah, yeah you from need Boone. You got, you got something to be happy about. I've that. been to some dark places the last 24 hours. Thank you, Boone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have not seen traffic at 730 in the morning in probably about three years. Right. Okay. And, and I have a theory as to why. Okay. People are actually saying... I'm so distraught. I need to go into work to get my mind off the game. <laughs> They're like, I, I, I am so upset. Sitting in traffic at 730 in the morning makes me feel better. Like, that's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. They're going into work. Jesse, in the office. Jesse. Oh, man. Bobby goes from San Francisco to Jesse in Jacksonville. Ooh. You're live on the fan. Go ahead, Jess. Hey, how's it going, guys? I just want to say... uh. I love y'all show. I've been uh, been a Toto. I'm a truck driver. Thank you. Uh, it's 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 just sad, man, that we got a seven year vet gets outplayed by a r- rookie of ten games, and all of us fans are just stuck on Dak. Oh, Dak this, Dak that, and when is it going to change? When is it going to change where we have to Jerry Jones has to go get 
a quarterback, and, and we're stuck on Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush this, Cooper Rush that. Cooper could only, couldn't score more than 20 points in the games that he played. And we as fans, oh, we're excited for any game that we win just to get the championship, and we can't get a good playing quarterback to take us to a championship and win. When are we going to give up and just tell Jerry Jones, hey, look, man, enough's enough, man. We have to get a good quarterback to take over because Dak ain't going to do it for us. Well, you're stuck. That's where I said yesterday you're trapped. You 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 are a good team, and he can play great uh, at, in in moments. I knew. That, look, I knew that the Dallas Cowboys offense was not going to light up San Francisco's defense. I just I just I just knew that. Um, and Dak is just he he's limited. Someone tweeted a, a very interesting comment. They said, "I'm not mad at Dak." He's giving. This is the most we've squeezed out of the fruit. He just doesn't have that capability to be on the next level up. And I agree with that. I agree. Like the ceiling is there. The, it's que- the, roof. the, the question is moving forward, and we'll have this discussion throughout this offseason. What else do you have to put around him? And is it an unreasonable amount to surround him with? Like I would argue. He has a really good team around him. That this front office did their job. The resources have been allocated. But if it's still not enough, is Jerry Jones really going to risk irrelevancy if you miss on a quarterback unless you try to trade for a bigger name? And this is why Sean Payton's name is going to recycle this morning because what else can get Dak to another level? Your last prayer shot in the dark maybe. A coach who's an offensive genius. That's why yesterday people were mad at McCarthy all over again, even though I'm from McCarthy staying. I I think, see, I don't know. I, I think Walchuk said it best uh, a couple weeks ago where it's like Dak. I don't, I don't know that you can say Dak can't do this or Dak can't do that. We've seen over the years he can absolutely do these things. It's just. He can't. He's not doing them consistently. Yep. That's the biggest problem. It's not that it's not within him to do some of these things. It's that it's not to this point shown that it's within him to do it consistently. The best he's ever played was the five-game stretch leading into him breaking his ankle. That was the best we've ever seen him play in terms of just consistently being able to do whatever he yeah. wanted against secondaries. And since then, the consistency just hasn't been there. I mean, he was really good last year at the start of the season when they were five and one. Yeah, and then, the he, and then he uh, with the calf. Yeah, had yep. the calf injury. MVPs. Yeah, look, th- this is just what he is. He, he's a, he's a good quarterback that's going to have some stinkers, and the problem with him being a good quarterback is you're a you're paying him like he's great. Yes, and you're not going to be able to put everything around him, and B. You're never going to be bad enough to find his replacement. Yep. And that's the thing. Like, you're on that wheel, okay? Yep. You're on that hamster wheel. Yep. Is that the guy that's going to – I got I got some numbers I'm going to bring him tomorrow. The Cowboys have no chance of ever making a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. The history of the NFL just shows that. It just shows that you have no chance. Um, and, and look, is he good enough to keep you in the discussion? He absolutely is. Does Jerry want to go and restart – and 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 tank, so you're really going to have two lost seasons because the season that you're going to tank, and then probably the first year when you had that new quarterback. I mean, even Trevor Lawrence, they were terrible last year. 
right? Joe Burrow wasn't great his first season. Josh Allen couldn't get out of his own way his first season. So you're going to really have two lost years. Jerry's not going to do that. Javier and McKinney. Javier, you're next up with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Go ahead. Good morning to all my Cowboys fans. We're on our way to work to forget about that dud last night. I understand how you guys feel. Look, that's enough positivity. I heard a lot of good stuff today. The Cowboys are a great organization. They're the greatest professional sports team in Texas. They're class act. They're the best. But look, man, at what point are we going to start trying new things? It's been 25 years. I'm 28 years old. I still haven't seen the Cowboys win. And here I am telling my kids, come on, let's go for the Cowboys. You know how I feel? I feel like a sucker. I'm spending all my money on this Cowboys team just for them to get punched every year. It's not – this is ridiculous, man. I feel like I'm getting cheated on. What do you – what, 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 what do you want them to do as well, a big the change? Look, we're stuck with Dak Prescott. You can't do much, okay? Well, I think what I need – what we need to do is we need to bring somebody outside from the family to be a GM, somebody who's scared to lose their job, somebody who has something to lose, so he's going to try his hardest to put the best team around there. I think right now we got too many emotions involved with the team, and it's getting in the way of doing good business, which gets in the way of the final result. Thank you for the call. I mean – Look at the roster. You had you have a defense that's a little bit worse than San Francisco or that performance. That look, they have holes, but you have a, you have you have a good defense. You have a good football team. I, I mean, I find it, I find it hard to blame the front office a ton right now this morning. Yeah, they have a good team. They, they you know the the, the front office team. did a fine job. Like they they hit on a lot of draft picks. They nail their first round picks every year. It seems you can blame them for Amari Cooper. That is something oh, yeah. today you can blame them for. And we did. And, and we have been for several months. That and, is and, one they, and, they and messed Zeke up and, and they didn't find a replacement continue for. Continue to put Zeke. Yesterday, the amount of quit you could feel from the fan base when Zeke took over for Pollard. Oh, totally agree. It, Absolutely. It's like we were trying to put this wounded horse out there for his last run around the track. Like he was going to give us some miracle Willis Reed story. Mm-hmm. People were screaming for Malik Davis. I think Malik Davis got one carry. Three snaps, one carry. There's just no burst. It's like, come on, warrior, carry us. Carry us your last gasp. Warrior. Uh, your warrior <laughs> mentality. That's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, it. You're right. No. I, Adam in Fort Worth. Adam, you're next up on the Diamond Factory hotline. Go ahead. What's up, guys? I just want to say that uh, Dak Prescott, he, he, it's, it wasn't his fault. He's a good quarterback. He's better than Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins and all these guys. And he, we're going to keep riding with him. You happy, Bobby Well. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It doesn't bug me either way. Uh, like, like I mean, it's not going to make me feel better or worse what the fan base says about it. Like, I mean, just objectively speaking, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Period. Period. Like, I mean, that's it. That's the end. Uh, yeah, but 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 the follow up then has to be like, what can that get you? Where can that take you? That that's that's the bigger discussion. Um, and and right now it feels like you have to have San Francisco's defense for this team to have a shot at winning a championship. You have to have that type of defense. You, you, you want me to hurt your feelings? <laughs> Not possible, but try. <laughs> if Jalen Hurts was the quarterback of this team, they're playing next week. That's not true. I agree. Jalen Hurts is going to win. The, is going to beat San Francisco by. They're going to beat him like a drum. You okay. try. You if, if they played. If 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 San Francisco plays the same game they played last night, a beatable game. They played a beatable football game. The Eagles would have whooped up on them. I agree. Um. Yeah. The Eagles as a whole would have. Yes. And Jalen Hurts will play better than Dak Prescott next week. 
Dak uh, Prescott. Maybe. Dak, I mean, I don't know Dak that. Dak Prescott's game was, what would you grade it? A D? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you can be in, I, any, this, in any C no, category. No. Sean McVay would have traded it and two first-round picks to get rid of him. <laughs> Brian and Wiley. I want, I want you all to give it that grade because your, your, your grade, I'm trying to give you sleep deprivation a pass. But your grade is going to be somewhere in a C category, and I just think mm, it's like D plus, maybe okay. maybe C minus. Okay, okay, all right. I thought it was going to be higher. No, Brian and Wiley. Brian, you're next up here with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. We shouldn't have cut that last guy off because he was about to. Are you there? He was in a yeah. Hang on, Brian. He was in a troll mood, and he was going to go at Bobby even more. And we 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 should have let him keep going. Go yeah, ahead, Brian. Yeah, guys. Hey, look, I'm, I'm going to make this quick. I mean, Dak Prescott is done. I mean, there's no way we can keep Dak Prescott the way he is. Everybody said, oh, he did great, he did great. If you look at all these plays last night where he was flustered, every every interception we get is from him being flustered. He's not focusing. I'd rather him take a sack than throw an interception. And then, okay, that's a star down, okay? Our defense, I mean, good Lord, star up. I mean, that's the only way we did anything last night because our defense was just as good as San Francisco's defense. And lastly, we got to get rid of the overhyped DB that thinks he's just God's gift to DBs. Diggs is awful. He doesn't ta- – I mean, just the one you picked out, look at the other one. Look at the first couple ones in the game. He doesn't tackle. He does the same thing every time, like you said, closes his eyes, puts his shoulder out, and hopes he makes contact. The man does not need to – he hasn't done anything. He's not going for the ball. It's like he's a big wimp. He's afraid to even touch it. We need to move on. And there's nothing wrong with our front office. Like you said, the front office has set us up perfect. We have a great team. We got a solid team. We just got to tweak a couple of things. But I'm tired of every year to come the day after they lose a stupid game and be disappointed going into work after listening to these dumb wagons, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> dumb wagon. Yeah, good one. <laughs> I mean, come on, I got to be honest. But I mean, you know, they, they say the stupidest crap, and I just don't understand. Like, oh, Cowboys failed again. Well, yeah, we did, but our expectation might have been a little higher, but. It just every year it just gets so deflating, you know. And Jerry's doing okay, but yeah, get somebody else in here. Get somebody else in here that'll help us go to that next level. Because every year, and then the fundamentals on Dak again. Just learn how to throw the ball better. Learn how to know there's someone behind you. He does that every time. Every almost the seven biggest games this year where he fumbled or he was tackled, someone came from behind him and tackled him because he had no forethought to move forward. Thank you for the call, Brian. A little harsh on Diggs. Uh, he's a top corner still in the league. Can't just get rid of Trayvon Diggs. Uh, if, you know, his biggest problem is going to be tackling and whiffing, I'd much rather that than a coverage problem being number one. But that was soft yesterday. There was a soft effort on Kittle. He had a little period this year earlier in the season where I remember us talking about improved tackling, better physicality, but that was a big whiff. And, 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 and where he's paid... For him to make his money are the interceptions, and he didn't make up for it with the ball that was deflected in his bread basket. And Bobby said he was maybe the most distraught player after the game. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. What is the tenor? What's the mood from the Twolos or oh. the truckwreck.com text Man. line? Coming for Prescott, I bet, on that fan uh, Let's see. Here we go. Uh, Dak looked like the eighth best quarterback playing this weekend. Uh, I would trade Dak for Rodgers right now. Diggs is trash. Uh, with everyone saying get rid of Dak, who are we going to get? Um, yeah. Let's see. I mean, just, ooh. Gotta have an answer. Yeah. Got, got, got to have an answer to it. 
Um, okay, let's get to uh, Elliot. Elliot, you're next up here on a frustrating Cowboys Monday. Go ahead, boss. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Not well. <laughs> Me either. Okay. <laughs> I want to know what Bobby is taking so I could be as positive about Dak as he is. <laughs> because right now I feel trapped with Dak Prescott as the quarterback. He's consistently inconsistent. And he doesn't ever, like, elevate us against the good teams whenever we most need him to. And, unfortunately, I feel like the Cowboys have reached their peak or their ceiling with Dak as their quarterback. Like, they won't go any farther than they are right now. Roberto, that's for you from Elliott. Uh, I mean, look, just a, even before San Francisco yesterday, who, who was the best team they played in the, like, the best NFL team they played this year? Who? Dallas. Who's the best team that Dallas? Yeah, who's the best team year? Dallas played this year? Uh, Philly. Philly. What was the best game you got out of Dak this year during the regular season? Philly. Like he absolutely elevated you against the best competition you saw. So I mean, like that's not true that he never does that. He absolutely has done it. First he playoff game it. on the road, he did it. So I mean, he absolutely has done it this year and no, has done does it several it. times throughout the past. That's just not an accurate representation of who he is. And look, there's so many things about like. See, this is just seven years of this. No, there, this year's been very different in terms of everything else we've ever seen from Dak. He has not been this hot, cold week to week like this throughout the six other years that he's played. You mentioned he had the six multi-interception games this year. The first six years of his career, he had 13 total. Like, he hit half that total this year alone. And he played, what, 14 games? There's just there, there, There's been a lot this year that's just been off. But in general, even some of these games where he's had two interceptions, for instance, Jacksonville, Tennessee, things like that, he still plays overall really well in those games. I, I don't care about the interceptions. I mean, half the time his interceptions are tip balls anyway. I don't, I don't care. I, I'm totally cool with the quarterback being aggressive and throwing picks. I don't care. That's not it. But, and, and you're right, he does elevate sometimes, like last week or against Philadelphia. I mean, he does play exceptional games. In order to win Super Bowls, you've got to string together three or four great games in a row. Which he has done throughout his career. But he has not, not done it this playoff. year. Not against the competition. He yeah. did it. Not, he, not, he did it his rookie year. He did it 2018. He absolutely did those things but, but for several of, games look at in this a row. row. Yeah, several games in a row. Again. Against against the contenders. That's what it's going to take. You know, yes. and, and, and think of it this way. Throughout most of his career, the division was garbage. And, you know, he has always dominated the division. Yeah. Always. Four and two, I think is his worst record against the division, if I'm not mistaken. And then the rest of the time, it's, you know, just a little bit above 500. That's okay. You know, you're typically, you're going to play around 500 against the better teams. That's normal. Can he put together three or four games in a row of exceptional play in the playoffs? Probably not. The, the problem is, is he's going to always get you there. Yep. Like, this quarterback's always going to win games. That's He's, he's a good player. Yep. He's always going to have you in the playoffs. And I'm cool with that. Like, that's that's great. You know, I want to be entertained. Sports to me is about entertainment. You know, get me to my weekend, man. That's what I want. Get me to my weekend. Matt Pittman uh, from Meat Church said, what's the tenor? Just dropped the fourth grader off at school. He was embarrassed to go in. Said his friends will make fun of him in the Cowboys. Well, who are his friends rooting for? What type of school, Matt? You better oh, pull that tuition, boy. You better it, pull that tuition out of there, Meat Church. Man, I, I know you got enough money of it. You better sell some more rub. Kids don't, kids don't root for teams anymore, man. They haven't done that in years. They, they, root for, they root for players. Yeah. Look, look at Manning's kid for crying out loud, a little fair weather bandwagon fan. Peyton? Dude, 
He was in a Hertz jersey. His dad took him to the game. Then the next day, he was in a it was a Josh Allen jersey in Buffalo. <laughs> Ruben in Dallas. Ruben, you're next up here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Uh, real quick, just uh, appreciate you guys for everything y'all do, man. Uh, Thank you, man. I was just wondering why why we don't use Turpin as much, man. Why why we didn't give him uh get him the ball as much yesterday, man. You know he's he's explosive in that in that open field, man. Well, I've always. We asked McCarthy this, like, Bobby, why no Turpin touches with the offense? Uh, I don't know. Just height? I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I get why they don't. Now, the request some people have, like, we'll send him on vertical routes. That's not easily done when he's his size. That's just really difficult to do is to, you know, stress DBs downfield like that. But in terms of why he doesn't get the the old school like lucky whitehead role or whatever i don't know like the, I, I don't think there's a great reason for that i've said pretty consistently end of halves whatever else don't just take a kneel down i would put turpin out there every time at the end of the second quarter and just put the ball in his hands and see what happens and Paul, so i don't know why they didn't do that palmer says rj says hurts wins that game last night i agree this is the question fellas how many nfl quarterbacks win uh, that winnable moment for Dallas last night. Either conference, I say seven. Um, you know, it's hard. It's oh. hard to predict how someone's going to respond right. in that type of moment with the pressure and in that environment. But it looked too big for Dak Prescott. It just did, man. Zach Wolchuk. I felt bad for Wolchuk last night because he is him and Corey are probably the two biggest like fans in the building that work here. And he's been a Dak defender, and he was just, I mean. He was just getting it off his chest last night in questioning number four moving forward. Uh, Texas Tweet, Fort Worth. TT, you're next up on the fan. What's up, man? My problem is Kelly Moore, man. I think, like, he was a non-to-that job. He ain't even coached Pee Wee football. They gave him a job. He's not. He can beat the, the regular people, but he can't beat the big dogs, man. He cannot do that. And him and Dak the same age, so they be in the room yesing each other. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It ain't good because y'all like doing no movies, no changes, the same thing. What y'all think? You know, Jesse Holly on Talking Cowboys brought up a very interesting point. And, and I don't know whether he had heard it or it was his theory that because of that same similar age, that Kellen isn't going to check Dak as much. Like there's a friendship there, that there's too much of a friendship. There's not enough of a coach player dynamic. Uh, but Bobby. When we were killing Dak and destroying him on the show text chain yesterday, you were going to Kellen Moore in this game plan the most. Yeah, I, look, I mean, like I said earlier, like Dak shoulders a lot of this. I think McCarthy's game management at times wasn't great, but also Kellen Moore, like I don't understand what the passing attack was yesterday. And I was it, expecting deep attempts. I mean, we got the deep there was nothing. attempt to Lamb. We got the deep one to Gallup that he was off on both the throws. And I can't really. I threw one to Lamb with Warner on, uh, but I was expecting maybe something else to Ty. But I was expecting some Seattle type challenging down the field against the 49ers because they're number one against the run. You think that you would throw or challenge the, there? It was the Brady game plan. It was let's throw the ball four yards every single time. Uh, and like I mean, because I mean, there was a point yesterday where what he was. I know he finished the game poorly, but he there was a point yesterday he was 13 of 17 with those two interceptions. So we're talking about like 13 out of 17, and he he had thrown for like 90 yards. Everything was underneath. Everything was quick throw, and, you know, it, it was – I mean, everything they were sending CD on was short stuff. CD had that 46-yard catch, 
right? Or whatever that was. And he finished with 10 for 117, which means other than that, he was like nine for 70. There was there They just weren't doing anything to push the ball downfield, and I don't know why. That was the one area where it felt like this is where you might be able to take advantage of San Francisco. Myron in Dallas. Myron, you're next up. Diamond Factory Hotline. Go ahead. Yes. Hey, I'm a longtime Tolo fan. You guys just touched on it. Um, we didn't – we weren't aggressive offensively at all. I mean, we, we should have went deep at least two times that first that – are you, are, you, are you turning left or right? Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Uh, I'm, Ubering. I'm, Ubering. I'm Ubering my eyes. I'm Ubering. Okay, okay, right. okay. But, no, I, I, I honestly think Kellen Moore had the wrong game plan. I mean, with Dak, we've watched him. You guys said it. I'm a long-time Tolo. When Dak starts out passing – that ends up in losses for us. When I know we, you know, get on them about running on the first down, at least do some play-action classes. Uh, they should have ran uh, Malik Davis in there as soon as Pollard went down because we needed speed. Yeah. And, and all credit to Dak, I mean, uh, Zeke running two, three yards, that's, Zeke, that's Zeke's um, lane. Yeah. Anything after that, we should have at least gave Malik a chance, let him touch the ball a few times, see where he was at. I think those those things there, not going deep and not bringing Malik in there, that changed Dak into being what we saw. Four-yard passes, which they were sitting on all day. So at least a double move in there somewhere. Again, I just think that Kellen Moore had the wrong game plan against San Francisco. You know, it felt like, first of all, I was with you in terms of like the nervousness, nervousness throughout the entire day. It felt like it was going to be a heavyweight fight. Oh, You're going back with a nostalgia to the 90s. Bobby was there in the building, and it felt like every single play, every play was like a pitch in a baseball playoff game, which I love. It felt like, and I thought Kevin Burkhart described it very well on TV. He was on the station last week. Greg Olson had his call, but it felt like every yard was magnified and big, and it felt like the Cowboys, on that drive where Schultz finally caught the TD, it just got the sense that they had to be so careful with everything that they did uh, because of San Francisco's defense and the respect for them uh, and protecting Dak that maybe maybe they got a little bit conservative because that did not look like an offense that was capable of scoring 27 points against San Francisco. No way. No way. Yeah, but, you know, Dak can make checks. He could check out of these things, right? He could check out of these plays and 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 change things up. He didn't have to just but maybe, run the play yeah, call that there, Kellen there, wants there, to. There, there's like a limit on like what they have to check into. It's not like he can just go there and go like, all right, yeah, you're running a post here. It's not like he has that built. But in. maybe it's, we should be asking the deeper question. The deeper question is why was that the game plan? Maybe and, so they don't have faith in the quarterback. Maybe they don't have faith in the quarterback. So you threw all the routes that he had trouble throwing interceptions with all year. No, which because were the Dak likes the to outs. Dak likes to throw to guys looking at him. I'm, I he mean, doesn't like to throw to guys that aren't looking at him. He doesn't like to throw to guys. He, that's all. He doesn't throw guys open, right? Was, wasn't that the, the whole complaint earlier in the year is that he wasn't throwing to guys that were looking at him? It was all these option routes that they were reading differently and there Bobby, wasn't people there looking has at him? To be a, there has to be an explanation and a that that's seated in the doubt for the quarterback of that we're going to execute this game plan. Would you agree with that? Because otherwise it no. makes no sense. Okay, then what other explanation could I think be? Kellen Moore is a wildly conservative individual. That's what I think. Oh, that's why you're right. You're talking about you've handed it to Zeke 50 times over the last four games. You know how many yards he picked up on those 50 carries? A hundred. Yeah, I mean, Pollard was what getting the- less than four yesterday. Uh, I mean, he, he wasn't, he wasn't very it either. Close. What the <laughs> hell are you doing 
ramming your head. They did it yesterday, too. How many times? The first half, I think they got into third and seven five times. It was at least four. Uh, again, Dak can call a pass play on a run play. Okay, but everything they were running, there's certain things that they can check into. They have built-in checks. It's not like Dak can just say, it's not Madden where it's like, I've got my 12 hot routes that I can change to, you know, four verticals and things like that. Like, there's a limit on what he can check into. And everything that was drawn up last night, which means the checks were probably similar, were a lot of quick outs to CD and stuff. They were basically, it looked like, trying to use the short passing game to manufacture a running game. Charlie in New Mexico, finish us off for now. Charlie, you're live on the fan. Hey, guys, good morning. First of all, two things. Delusional if you think Dak Prescott can beat three quality teams with three quality coaching staffs in a row to win a Super Bowl. He don't have the it factor. It's not going to happen. I agree. Two, they went deep to Gallup. He underthrew the ball. He went deep to CD and coverage when T.Y. Hilton was wide open in the scene, could have walked into the end zone. I mean, this is seven years of putting it up with this, and I've been an apologist for Dak, but I can't take it anymore. I cannot watch him go inconsistent from week to week. I cannot do it, and it's driving me crazy, and I'm done with it. Thank you for the call. 877-881-1053.